Are you ready? Let's make some noise, come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton. Alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, the Chad Gable of the Alpha Academy, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing? As always during the pandemic, air quote, Saturday morning, sir. Roy, I'm doing tremendous. And I know that you would never throw me through a window and say no. that I was escaping. No, no. If you're trying to, if you're, if you, if I saw you dive through a window trying to escape something, <laughs> I would do what Shawn Michaels did and pull you out of the window. I would not do what he did later after he pulled Marty Jannetty out the window. But I would pull you out the window because again, oh, I would save you. Man, I'm just, just like sometimes you just need one of those in, on this day in blank just to get you, just to get you started in the morning. And when I saw that, I'm just like, man. I love, like, I don't know. I love nostalgia. Yeah, 30 years ago this week, as we're recording this episode, um, Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels uh, were no longer known as the Rockers as a duo um, because Shawn Michaels uh, was primed at that point for a singles run, and he made his intentions known um, in an infamous segment, probably the most infamous barbershop segment in the history of, of WWF. Um, shout out to Brutus, Brutus the Barber Beefcake for, for, for selling that ex- extraordinarily well. Um, but yeah, that, that was one of those uh, kind of those throwback moments that would let you kind of see when, before you start working one, you know, in, in the morning. You're yeah. like, you know what? You know what? This is, I remember when life was easy and I had nothing else yeah. to worry about, but, you know, yeah. Marty Jannetty. Yeah, when you did have to worry about, worry about being double masked. Yes. You had to worry about, like, I don't know, like, like when Omicron will peak. Yes. Yeah. None of that stuff really mattered. You didn't even know what Omicron is or Marion was or any of that stuff uh, back then. But yeah, no, no, there was the, uh, again, the 30th anniversary of the singles, the beginning of the singles run of Shawn Michaels. But we have a lot more we current a, stuff yeah, to talk we got about. A playoff football game to talk yes, about. Yes, sir. And if I told you nine months ago, or no, no, mm-hmm. no, 10 months ago, or no, 11 months ago. Or no, almost a year because I think that's when they traded the guy. If I would have told you, like I don't know that that we would be playing in a playoff game, I would have said, "Huh?" But I, I mean, it shows that the NFL is. I mean, there's a reason why like 96 of like the top 100 programs are football because it really is the only sport that gives almost almost all 32 teams hope. And yes. like I don't know, like this season was. Like was fulfilled with hope. Was was it's it filled with hope for the current season and and we're hopeful for going forward too. Yeah, and, and of the thirty-two teams, you can kind of you can probably say that you know two dozen of them had a pretty legit shot at a playoff chance um, this year. And, and again, one of the Eagles are one of those fourteen teams um, that are still alive in the playoffs. We will talk about they got their, that piece of paper, like that's Herman right. said. They got the letter from the commissioner, and so they are still alive. They are still dancing. We will talk about their dance partner um, coming up very soon on the show. Of course, we'll talk about the rest of the dance partners in the NFL playoffs as well. We'll also talk about um, the aftermath of the 2021 NFL season because Black Monday kind of extended to Black Thursday this year, and now eight head coaching openings as of right now are open in the NFL. Of course, we'll talk some basketball as well. We have the biggest – um, no new, no news when it comes to one <laughs> Benjamin F. Simmons. Um, again, I'm kind of tired we're, of these non-stories. We're getting really but... close to that deadline. Yeah, and, month away. And, and the more you said weeks ago that we could be doing this 
in a few months. I, I really just rolled my eyes in like fear and panic, but it's, I'm, I'm, I'm coming closer to that realization that it's not even like an outside chance that it might happen. I think it, if you had to, if you had to lean one way, I think you're leaning towards no deal. I'll, when we talk about this, I'll, I'll put a number on it. I don't have a number on it yet, but give me half an hour. Let me, let me think about this for a second. I'll put a number on the deal or no deal when it comes to Ben Simmons and the Sixers this year. Because like you said, like if you have to lean one way, you know, the tea leaves are kind of telling you one thing right now, but I don't have a number yet, but I'll give you a number in a little bit. We will discuss that. And of course we will discuss everything else going on with the Sixers, including Tobias Harris and his mystery tendonitis that all of a sudden showed up um, this past week. I'm not saying he's not hurt. I'm just saying this is a weird timing when some of these things happen. And by the way, Will, Will a week go by in Sixers land and there won't be some like some instance of a player just saying like I don't know like like sarcastically saying boomy like when it like <laughs> like why why yeah. are we why yeah. are we like no and and it's not even like a media creative thing it's a player that's kind of like I don't know just like I don't know instigating it. it's like we are in 2021 we're still litigating booing. I, I I don't understand. No, it's 2022. No, it's a new year, brother. No, sorry. We, gotta, like, we have turned the calendar oh, no, 2022. No, it's the same way that I am on my Excel worksheet still. I'm still, yeah. still, putting, in, still putting in 21. Well, well, hopefully you guys have turned the calendar to 2022. We will turn the page to 2022 on the sports scene. Again, on this edition of the Broad Street Line, as we always say, sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line because the future Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout-outs, my friend? Uh, no. Shout out to all you guys for listening to us and supporting us wherever you do so. If you do it on the radio, thank you for tuning in every Saturday morning on 106.5 FM, WPPM LP Philadelphia. You can also listen to us on the TuneIn app or TuneIn.com. Just search for the Philly Camp Station and listen to us every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern, wherever you are across the country. If you can't listen live, please download us wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, YouTube Music, Spotify, Spreaker. Just do a search for the Broad Street Line. Download us to your phone, your computer, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device. Listen at home or take us with you on the go 24-7, 365. And while you're doing all of that, please do us a solid. Follow us on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. This is going to be all NFL all weekend. <laughs> we're not even going to lie to you and say we're going to be tweeting about some other stuff. Two is, games Saturday, today, three games Sunday. Like, are there any Sixers games this weekend? Not, not yeah, they play Saturday. Let me pull a schedule. I had to schedule up just now. They play the Heat on Saturday. Actually, a pretty good game. Uh, play the Heat tonight, Saturday um, at 8 p.m. So, yeah, so that's the Sixers game du jour. Um, but, yeah, no, we ain't talking about that. We're going to be tweeting about football. <laughs> Two games Saturday today, three games Sunday, one game on Monday, sadly. But again, I'm gonna watch oh, it because I can't oh, help boy, it. But there's an extra wild card game. Oh, I, it, oh, it's oh, it's oh, it's oh, it deflates the purpose. Oh my God, it just ruins the, the regular season. I saw 80 million people tweeting their brains out about yep. that, about that last, about the last, the literally last regular season game of the season. And no, like I mean, when people looked at Week 18, like. Seriously, like 20 minutes before, or, or no, no, yeah, no, 20 minutes before Sunday, or like 20 minutes before 1 o'clock, people are like, oh, man, these games are going to be whack. No one's going to watch. Eh, wrong. I don't need it. Like, like the games that, that mattered 
really, really mattered. And the games that didn't really matter ended up mattering. <laughs> and kudos, and, and I'll say this: kudos, kudos to those teams because there's a few teams that had nothing to play for. They played pretty hard. Do they played pretty hard. You have a special place in my heart because that was a team that got beat. 50, like, like, and, and it really is important. Though sometimes I know that I know this is why I'll put put context to things. That the, the same Jaguars team that somehow beat a team that was a winning in situation lost fifty to ten the week before. Fifty, 50. to ten. 50. Got a 50-burger put on them. Came back the next week, beat a team that had something to play for, which we'll talk about in a second um, because there's a person on that team that's near and dear to our hearts. But, yeah, no, it was, there was some, again, as bad, and I'll say it, and I'll continue to say it, as bad as the overall NFL product was this season, uh, we got some really good stuff in Week 18, and especially, like you said, Game 272, the final game of the regular season was probably one of the best, well, no, was one of the best games of the entire regular season. But before we get to that, we do want to talk about the local football team. As Chris mentioned, they got one of the 14 letters sent out by Roger Goodell earlier this week. They are in the postseason, ladies and gentlemen. Something that people didn't see, like you said, a year ago. Some people, something that people didn't see after that disgusting ago. law. That disgusting loss, exactly, to the Raiders, uh, to, to the Vegas Raiders a couple of months ago. But the Eagles, or even Roy, even after the the Chargers game at home, when when the world. Wanted Jonathan Gannon fired, and they still yep. want him fired. But like, I, I, I mean, like <laughs> after that, like it. I, I mean, and I know the narrative is, oh, they haven't played anyone. Like I don't like, dude, dude. Like this happens every year. Like I don't know why this is so hard to like to comprehend. A team had a fourth place schedule and took advantage of the fourth place schedule. Like I don't know. We say it. We say it every year. What are the teams with the down schedule that are going to take advantage? Like, shouldn't the Eagles just, like, I don't know, should they get a parade for, like, taking advantage of a bad schedule? No. But should they be complimented for saying, yeah, take taking care of business? And you know what? You know who didn't take care of business? The Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> Eagles, yes, they are 0-6 against playoff teams. But like Chris said, again, they took care of business. They beat the teams they were supposed to beat. Almost, almost undefeated. Some of the teams, they didn't even beat some of the teams they should have beat. Yeah, almost almost undefeated against those teams they were supposed to be, except for that one disgusting loss to the, the, the <laughs> New York Giants. We'll talk about that later at some later point. But Eagles in the playoffs, um, again, just please discount the Week 17, or excuse me, Week 18 game against the Dallas Cowboys. Eagles did not play most of their starters against the Cowboys. They hung with the Cowboys for a while, uh, but then they got their own 50-burger put on them um, last week. But, again, we're not here to litigate that game. We're here to celebrate the playoffs. Eagles, Buccaneers. Sunday, 1 p.m., Tampa, rematch of the Week 6 uh, matchup earlier this year. But these two teams totally different from what we saw back in Week 6. I think the biggest difference – I don't know, you, maybe I'm wrong on this, but you can you can correct me. The biggest difference between these two teams between Week 6 and Week Now might be the quarterback on our side because Jalen Hurts in Week 6 is not the Jalen Hurts that you're going to see on Sunday. Do, am I wrong on that? I think you can say that about a lot of uh, – like a lot of the units. like. I mean, I don't want to get ahead of myself with this, but you could argue that every element of the Eagles is better now than it was when they first played the Cardinals. The offensive line, like, mm -hmm. I, no, like, I, I think that was maybe, like, I, I I don't recall if Lane was back for that game, but, I, I mean, like, Lane was just coming back from a sabbatical. Like, I don't know, like, you were still trying to get, like, I don't know, like, Landon Dickerson, like, I don't know, Raptors. Right, right. And, and they still hadn't found their identity as a run first team. So I, I mean, and on the Buck side, 
they're banged up. Like, I, I, I mean, like, they're down to, like, I mean, one of the guys they were planning on playing, I think his name is Cyrus, Cyrus Gray or something. Cy- Cyril Cy- Grayson. Yeah, Cyril Grayson. My apologies. He's out for the game. And they were expecting him to play. And yeah. so now you are down to Mike Evans and question mark. So, yeah, no Chris Godwin, obviously, for the Bucks. He's out for the year. No Antonio Brown. Um, he just kind of took himself out for the year. So, again, this rushing – this, this receiving core of the of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this Sunday is going to be, as Chris said, Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski, and basically TBD. Now, somebody's going to have to step up for them and be that kind of third down, move the sticks kind of guy, whether it's going to be Tyler Johnson, whether it's going to be Brashad Perryman, maybe Cameron Brake comes back from the unknown, who knows – um, Cyril Grayson was going to supposed to be that guy, but as Chris mentioned, he was hurt. Um, as of Thursday, he hasn't been practicing, so he's probably out for the game. Uh, run, running back Ronald Jones is probably going to be out for the game. TBD, whether or not Leonard Fournette and Gio Bernardo are going to be back there. If, if they don't, if they don't have, and I assume, I would imagine, if I had to guess, I imagine that Fournette is probably going to be back for the game. Oh, yeah, that no, said, like, I, I, I th- no, I think like no, like no, say it. I, I, I mean, like this. This is a scenario. This the situations are leaning towards. I don't know. Like once again, I I qualify this. Would I bet my own money to take the Eagles money line? No, but I will say if I had a hundred dollars in funny money, would I just for giggles put it on the money line? Sure, because I I mean, but I, I think I don't know if you'd agree or not. Like all right, we'll ask the question: Who or what unit? is the most important or is the key to winning the game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Well, I think we both agree. I think the most important unit is the Eagles running game. I think, I mean, to oh, me anyway, no. I don't, you, if the Eagles can't run the ball, they can't win. They're not gonna be able to win. No, no I think that the, the secret, well, no, there's not really a secret. It just hasn't been done much in 20 years. Mm-hmm. The, the, the key to beat Tom Brady is pressure. All right, well, yeah, okay, yeah, but I mean, like, do you no, expect, no, no, you expect that? <laughs> I mean, no, like, uh, no, you're just not expecting that to happen. No. Okay. No. <laughs> That's a pretty exciting. Uh, <laughs> no, no, like, no, no. no, like someone said, like, and I would not disagree. The, big, the biggest X factor in the game is Fletcher Cox. Like, like mm-hmm. if, if Fletcher Cox did, Fletcher Cox hasn't done anything all season, period. Like, I don't know, like, and those and those stats that sh- and those numbers that showed Javon Hargrave was double teamed, confirm that. If you're going to show up for any game, like no, the, the, it's the only way I think that even if they were to run the ball, and not, I don't think they're going to run for 200 yards. Because I mean, Tampa Bay's defense, I know it's banged up, but it's still I think the is pretty strongest yeah. the, the strongest part of their defense. Mm-hmm. You're not be, you're not winning unless you get consistent. Non-blitzing pressure because I know, I know the OC on the, the fake OC is on Twitter. I'll be like, Jonathan Gavin, why aren't you blitzing? It's like, have you watched Tom Brady in the last quarter century eat right. up blitz? You don't know. Right. You don't beat Tom Brady by blitzing. You don't. You need pressure from your front four or five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I I don't feel I don't feel confident that that will happen. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm not. That's what I'm not saying. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I don't think the no, Eagles. I, I mean, they're, way, they're important. Is there, a, is there a way to offset that? Can you do something so spectacular that you could say, "We're even if 
I mean, you can't not get any pressure. Like, I don't know. You have to get pressure. Like, I don't know. Like, like I don't know. Like, I don't – like, there's – like, I'll say this. You cannot win this game if you don't get pressure on Tom Brady. Period. Let me – like, I think – and you're right. Like, Tom Brady has picked apart the blitz, you know, for all his life. That said, he has fewer – well, he will have fewer weapons to do so on Sunday. So – I'm not saying you should, you know, bring the house and all that stuff, but I'm saying you may be able to blitz more because he doesn't have the, I mean, again, Gronk's Gronk. I mean, like, you know, you got to take care of Gronk, but he doesn't have that extra safety valve okay. like he had. But, you know, all right, well, nobody. But I'm saying, like, because, again, like, the best, the, the, the most prolific receiver in that Eagles-Bucks game in week six ain't there no more. It was Antonio Brown. He ain't there. Like, he had, like, if you needed to move the chains, you know, a nine-yard pass to Antonio Brown, that's a first down or whatever. You don't have that. And there's, so who is that going to be that safety valve guy for, for Tom Brady? I mean, I assume it's going to be Leonard Fournette if he plays. But if he, if he doesn't play, then I don't know who that is. And, again, if you don't have to worry about that extra receiver on the outside, maybe you can bring some some pressure. Maybe you can bring an extra guy. I'm, just, I'm not saying you should. I'm saying you probably have the ability I'm saying, to do so. I'm saying, I'm saying according to uh, Joe69OC, uh, you should blitz every time. <laughs> no, right. I know. I think that, like, I don't know. If you were to do it, be very judicious and yes. be, and don't do it ever. I would say, I wouldn't say do it every drive. Like, I don't yeah, know, probably you, not. Gotta, yeah. you have to pick your spots. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. And really, there are two ways that you can win this game. Pressure on Brady and give up field goals, period. Like, I, I don't know if you're not like, and to the Eagles credit, they've been good about not giving up TDs. Well, after the first quarter. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, yeah. I, I, that's what I was saying. You cannot go down 14-0. If you go down 14-0, yeah. it's a wrap. Because, again, you go down 14-0, you're going to have to pass the ball. Um, and, again, Jalen Hurts isn't the Jalen Hurts that, you know, the week six Jalen Hurts. But, but you don't want Jalen Hurts throwing 40 times in, a, in his first playoff. Yeah, Jalen Hurts the week six, uh, 12 of 26, 115 yards, a touchdown and interception, 10 rushes for 44 yards in that 28-22 to 22 loss. Um, we haven't even mentioned probably the biggest element of Sunday's game is the weather. Weather's forecast for 69 degrees, which sounds nice. However, showers and thunderstorms in the morning, 20-mile-an-hour winds. So if that holds up at game time from 1 to 4 um, Eastern time on Sunday, like you're going to have to run the ball. You're going to have to run the ball. Yeah, you, no, and you, I think, yeah. Oh, no, and I think, Roy, that I think really that affects Brady a lot less because Brady, like, yeah. Brady's thrown in conditions. I think this adversely affects Jalen Hurts. Right, like right. so, this it really does. It gives more reinforcement. Just run the ball. Just run the ball. Run, <laughs> run the ball until you cannot run uh, until you uh, unless you get ten straight runs of and I and will Jalen Hurts need to make a play with his arm eventually? Yes. Of course. Yeah. But let's let let let's and. But he's a like, and I, and I don't think this is an indictment on like I don't know like how I feel about Jalen Hurts in the forties. His first playoff game, for God's sake, like I don't know. Let's let let's ease the kid in, and let's stick with the play. Like no, that's why it is imperative that you don't go down early. Not yeah. even like I mean like even if you're up three nothing. Yeah, no, like uh, okay, like you said, a double digit deficit in the first half is probably like it's it's probably gonna be I won't say impossible. It's gonna be very difficult for this team to come back from. Um, Injury-wise, speaking of running the ball, injury-wise, Miles Sanders uh, listed as limited as of Thursday, but no no brace, no no um, contraption on his hand. So he should be good to go for Sunday. 
Uh, we already mentioned the uh, Bucks injury status. However, Levante David also eligible to come off the IR, which is a big plus for them. Um, yeah, no, it looks like both of these teams, by and large, are going to be you know as healthy as they're going to be um, this Sunday. Um, so, very interesting matchup. Eagles. I, to be honest, I'll say this: I think that eight and a half point spread is kind of disrespectful <laughs> a little bit. It is. Um, I don't think they're that. I don't think they're that far away. I really don't. I don't think they win. I don't, but I, I don't think the Bucks cover. I'll, if you want me to put a number on it, it's going to be a little messy, so I don't want to like throw field goals in there. But I got to put a number. I'll say twenty four seventeen. But I mean, like I think I think they're close. But I just don't think they pull it out. I was going to say twenty seven twenty three. Okay. Oh no, twenty seven twenty four. Okay. Yeah. Like I think that's like again, like if I had that hundred dollars in funny money, like I'd probably put it on the Eagles plus eight and a half. I've seen it at nine and a half, which is real. Like that's really yeah, no. disrespectful. No, no, like, no, I, no. Like, do I like? Can I see? Like, I don't know. Like, it being kind of like, like, I, I mean, you could talk yourself into like, I don't know, where it's like 23, 23, 20 bucks, and they're driving and they score a late touchdown. Yeah, like, yeah, some goofy, and, and right? But I think the game, for the most part, will be close. And yeah. And I know because, and I'm confident in saying that because I, I don't think, like, I don't, like, I don't think, because one, the only way that this game gets out of hand is if Franklin Jail Hart screws it up. Like, mm-hmm. like, like bad decisions are like, like, I don't know, in, in the beginning of the game, like that really is the only way. And I think that the coaching staff understands that to be like, okay, like, let's play it close. To, like, this is a game that frankly you play conservative. Like, I don't yeah. know, like, especially with the conditions, like, I don't know, like, let's, like, don't go for it on fourth and two. Like, I don't know, like, no, this is, like, especially with, with, with the rain. You play field, like, mm-hmm. and, and then you just hope that a couple weird things happen because weird things happen in the rain. Like, I don't yeah. know whether, like, a guy slips on a route. Like, I don't know. Like, so use the adverse conditions to, you. like, being conservative sometimes isn't bad. Like, no. I don't know, like, that's why, like, I don't know, like, I know people want to scream about, like, like, oh, my God, Brandon Staley is this in, like, new, new age, like, I don't know, thing. Or, uh, sometimes being new, new age is dumb, like, I don't know, <laughs> just, like, I don't know, don't, like, don't, sometimes you don't need to look at the pivot table, sometimes just throw the pivot table away and look at the field and say, oh, I've gone for it five straight times on fourth down, let's not go for the six. Or, or look at the guy you're playing. It's like, yo, do I really want to give Tom Brady a 40-yard field? No. <laughs> let me punt this yeah. ball. Let me make him, again, a shorthanded quarterback, you know, drive down the field 80 yards if he wants to score on me. Like, let's make it harder. And like you said, you know, again, you don't want to you don't want to play for it. You don't want to play for luck. But, I mean, but, again, like you want to, you want to maximize the possibilities yeah, that you could get a lucky bounce. Like, this is why we know ball. Because, no, like, you need, like, like, I really think that the adverse conditions help the Eagles a decent amount. 100%. Because now that's it. Because even with third – I mean, Brady's played with scrubs, like, in probably 20% of his career. So that is, like – that evens out, like, I don't know, the passing game. So – but, man, wouldn't it be nice to just see this defensive line once just step up and just, like, shock me because I've been just – dumping on them all year because they frankly been deserved to be dumped on but I, I mean this is this should be a game like but it would but it's not 
easy because that Tampa Bay offensive line is very good. Yeah. But I would just like to be nicely surprised in regards to that. Yeah, Ho- hopefully we are both surprised by the defensive line's play. Again, we don't think the Eagles will win, but again, it's not out of the realm of possibility that they win, and we both think they cover the eight-and-a-half-point spread. Let's talk about the other games on the NFL card this weekend. Again, five other games as part of Wild Card Weekend. Uh, the first game, let's go in, in, in chronological order. First game is the Las Vegas Raiders at the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, again, we got, again, thanks to the wildness in game 272, uh, uh, last week, and we will talk about the new. The, well, first of all, let me. I should say this off the rip. We are officially crowning the new young bull goat, goat quarterback <laughs> of the Broad Street Line, ladies and gentlemen. It's Justin Herbert. He is the official young bull goat quarterback <laughs> of this program. We will accept no other quarterbacks at this time for this award. He is the guy until someone yeah, knocks him off the, the pedestal. Most exciting football player to watch. Period. Oh, that's a really good – wow. I mean, sure. I mean, well, I guess. I mean, for me, yeah, because, I mean, I'm a quarterback guy. I mean, you can say, like, Derrick Henry, or you could say, I don't know, if you're a TJ Watt guy or whatever, you know, whatever. I, I don't know. To me, it's a quarter. It's always a quarterback. And to me, it's – he's – I don't know. I don't – say anything no, about no. this. Because, no, I mean, like, no, young, young guy, young guy, young guy. I'll say young guy. Because, I mean, okay. to me, it's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is still my guy. But <laughs> young guy, it's him. And I, I, I two told years you, in. We were going in, back and I forth. I can't remember another quarterback <laughs> that consistently makes jaw-dropping throws. Like, I don't know. And, and, and one, when you see Justin Herbert, you say, damn it, I want one. Like, because, no, because he is, like, no, if, I'll say, if the Chargers don't make at least two Super Bowls with Justin Herbert, they need to be relegated to, like, the CFL. Because he should no. They should be in the playoffs right now. Except that idiot coach. I was because we were going. You and I were going back and forth in the DM, and I was like, "Look, if this dude like does this again and drives his, his <laughs> team down the field again, he's the best young bowl quarterback of all time. Like, like ever." And this dude converted five fourth downs on one drive to tie the game up. It doesn't make ten-year veterans don't do that. Like we saw throws on Sunday night that we haven't seen like like better like superstar pro bowlers make in their careers. And this dude was making them like he made them two consecutive drives. I've never seen like two a, a quarterback two years in. I'm yeah. not saying like I'm not saying there's quarterbacks who were like there were quarterbacks who were better two years in. Yeah. I haven't seen quarterbacks who made these types of throws two years into no, the league. Because no it, no because usually you don't see a young quarterback this poised. Right. Because like I don't know, like quarter like quarterbacks in general get freaked out by pressure. Yeah. That guy in Indianapolis. But no, this no and, and once and this is the marriage of poise plus a like a robotic cannon for an arm. Because like whenever you see this dude throw, it's all a spiral. And mm-hmm. like no, like I can't remember a dude who threw a more consistently beautiful deep ball. Like I don't know, like it's it's like Vic. Because I remember Vic though, but like yeah, just like the, the velocity, like, and it just comes off of his arm. <laughs> You're just like, what the heck? Like, no, like, they need to tighten up that defense. Like, no, like, I don't think you need to do anything with that offense. Because I no. think Herbert is the kind of dude. No, like, I don't even think, if, if you can't resign Mike Williams, I think you can find a guy like that. Because you need to do what, they, they need to load up on defense and give him an average defense. Like, I don't know. Because Herbert can win you, like, if he has a, a pass, like, of 
team defense, he'll get you to a Super Bowl in two years. That's how like I, I like I am supremely confident. To say Justin Herbert won. He's gonna get an MVP in three years. Like mm-hmm. like I don't know what comes first, an MVP or a Super Bowl. Like no, probably MVP. It is but, on the Chargers yeah. and this coach not to be stupid. And like I don't know, just, <laughs> no. Like I, I mean, like the only thing holding this team back is like the decision makers. Like I don't know, like just get him an opportunistic defense that gives him a short field, and he'll have. No, yeah, this kid is unbelievably talented. Again, we saw that on we saw what happened on Sunday, and you're right. Like this, this dude is going to make a living, or he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna make a career out of going to AFC title games, and he should make a career going out of going to Super Bowls um, if they build that team around him correctly. But no, I think someone. No, I think someone said it's like if you're if you're the Denver Broncos and you're looking for like a head coach, like I, I don't like do you can you even compete in the AFC West without an elite quarterback? Like, I don't know. No, like, no, 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 okay. no. Because everybody has one except you. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if you want to call David Carr elite, but I mean, like, uh, Derek Carr elite. No, but I mean, like, good enough. Like, well, let's just say you can't go to Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Lockrout again. No, 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 or, no, no. Like, yeah. no, no. You need to, like, I don't know, either talk yourself into, like, Kirk Coupons or, like, draft a quarterback. Like, you can't do this whole, like, game manager thing. Or you could talk yourself into you could talk yourself into somebody who who plays for Indianapolis right now, but again, we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, we got we got Raiders, we got Bengals, uh, Bengals favored by four and a half again. Another uh, superstar, another star. I want to say superstar, another star young boy quarterback, um, Joe, Joey Burrows is at the sticks for the Bengals. Uh, who do you like in this game? I don't know if the world has given enough credit to the to the Las Vegas Raiders. They have been through. An insane year. Like, I, I mean, well, on top of getting your coach fired, you have the rugs thing. I forgot about the Damon Arnett thing. He was your first round pick two years ago. With like, with, in twenty, he got he got cut. Mm-hmm. And I don't like I know, and I know you're leery about like I don't know giving uh, an interim coach the full time gig. I don't know how you don't give the like at least a year to this Basachi guy. I mean, like I don't know. And kudos to Derek Carr, who I've never really been a fan of. But man, you know what? He got leadership. Like you ever want to see what leadership is? Derek Carr is that dude. Like I don't know. Like he is he is the face of that team. And hook by crook, they're in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't think they win, but like I think in every game, I don't think I would bet two hundred dollars of my money on any of these games. I don't yeah. trust any of these games. Yeah, a lot. A lot of these games are really like. I mean, again, it's, it's funny because you would think that, you know, with now seven teams in each conference making the playoffs, you're like, all right, well, there's going to be some kind of like, there's going to be a couple games that kind of just stand up like, yo, this team's going to get smoked. I don't really see like a lot of that. And well, I see one, but I mean, like, I don't, I don't see, like, I don't see a lot of that like in 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 any of these conferences. So I mean, like, yeah, like I like, I don't think the Raiders win. But again, like I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Like I mean, like I think you know Cincinnati. I think yeah. I think the Bengals cover just by a smidge. Yeah, like they'll probably yeah they'll probably win by six or seven. But I mean, like again, it won't be a blowout. I don't, I don't think even though. I'm rooting for the Bengals to win because you need these young. I you need young bull ascending teams. You need a like. They they don't even got triplets. They got quintuplets, man. They got yeah. three receivers. They got a running back. They got a swag quarterback. You know what? Good for that, man. Like, I don't they, know. Because they got some juice. We need new blood. I'm tired of seeing the Steelers. They got some juice. And then we also have on Sunday, Saturday, excuse me, uh, Josh Allen 
uh, and the Buffalo Bills versus Mac Jones and the New England Patriots. I just saw the stat. Like, apparently, uh, Josh Allen is terrible in cold weather, which I didn't realize until now. Oh, 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 well, no, because that's why I should take Viagra, according to Bart Scott. Yes, take Viagra. If, if you have a problem with um, blood circulation and warmth in cold weather, Bart Scott says take Viagra, um, which I was not aware of until now. So thank you, Bart Scott, for that. Uh, so next time I'm sitting out in a cold stadium, I will take some Viagra for that. But, yeah, I didn't realize that the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, a really good quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, is not a very good quarterback in cold weather. Um, that won't dissuade me from taking the Bills because I think the Bills Which is at weird home. because he played in Wyoming, too. Right, as I'm saying, he played in Wyoming. But, again, like his stats at Wyoming weren't the best. And he got super more, like way more accurate in the NFL, which is weird because that never happens. But, yeah, I, I, the Bills are going to win. I mean, like this is probably one of the more game, the games I'm more, I'm oh, more convinced wow. of than others. You are, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are betting against yeah. the GOAT. I am. I'm betting against the GOAT. I'm betting against Bill. I just don't know. Again, this is going to be one of those times. We're, we're, no, we as no, we as football fans need the Buffalo Bills to make a run. Like I don't know, this is the like I mean, this is the team that frankly did it the right way. Like I don't know, like took a chance on a quarterback because everyone, no one thought, no one, and I mean, no one thought Josh Allen was going to be there. Nobody, right? Nobody. No, and like I don't know, like they did it the right way. They got a real stacked team. They got a good coach. So you know what? No, I think. It's almost this is a <coughs> you got a two year window with this Bills team. Like I don't know to 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 get to Super Bowl, and I think, I think, I think they get there. So you think they win this game against uh, Michael McCorkle Jones and and the Patriots? Yeah, no, I no, I, I feel like New England's almost like Philly. Like I don't know, like I don't know, thought that they were going to be in the playoffs. Like I, I mean, and, and they were running like I don't, they, they were in first place for a couple weeks. But I yeah. think, I mean. Mike Jones is a rookie, and like I don't know, like like I don't know, this will be a learning experience. But I think like hell, they ain't regretting taking Matt Jones. Like I don't no, know, I, yeah. that for respect. No, absolutely not. So, okay, so we both have the Bills, and we both have Cincinnati coming up. The Sunday games, of course, we already did the Eagles game, San Fran at Dallas. Um, Dallas a three point favorite in this game again. This is another one of those games where you're like, yeah, it could go either way. Like I wouldn't be surprised I if think San Fran goes of, in. No, yeah, no, I think this is the game of the week. I, I, I think uh, no, and, and and I think the embattled quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers lives wow. because man, no, like I like there are just games that like you see what a dude is about, and you saw James G. Like I don't know, like people have been waiting for this dude to get replaced. How many years of that? <laughs> and the dude, and no, and to his, to his, to his, like I don't know, like credit, he just don't flinch. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, just imagine if you put someone that's so redheaded bull right next to him. Like, I don't know, like, he would have flinched 400 <laughs> times. Like, but, like, and more importantly, that team responds to Jimmy G. Like, do they know that, like, he's probably limited and, like, ain't got a kind of, but, yo, they ride with him. And that's mm-hmm. what you can ask for. And I think that they just run the holy hell out of the ball against the Cowboys, who, I mean, they're, they're not a great defensive team. And, yeah. and one, this is where I think the Eagles need to make that leap. You need, you need an elite pass rusher. All the great team, all the teams that are in the mix got one. They got a Bosa. Let's get our less racist Bosa. Like I don't know because that dude is a freak, man. Like I don't, like I don't know, like him versus Tyron Matthews. Like Tyron Smith's gonna be a hell of a match. But I think this is, this is the one game I would put the funny money on the road team. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, this this is the, probably the game. I this is probably the game I wouldn't touch. This is like this is the one I was like, you know what? Because 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 you see the Cowboys wide receivers, you're like, all right, you know those wide receivers 
you know, like if they're all healthy and ready to go, like those teams, like that, that team's a problem. But again, like like Zeke is the most like most blind running back I've seen in like years. So again, I don't trust the running game. And like you said, when you have a Bosa on the other side of the line, you know we've seen what happens when you get the Dak. Like we've seen it. Like we've seen we've seen Dakota fall apart when they've gotten into his chest a couple times. So like like and San Fran's going to get in his chest a couple times. So I don't know. Like maybe I'm maybe I'm with you on this. Like if, I, if I'm going to no, take, I, I think no, yeah. I think for me the two best players on the field. I know everyone is in their bag about Michael Parsons, but the two best players. Oh yeah, God, like, yeah, yeah. No, well. are, it, it's Nick Bosa and it's Debo. Like I think oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. So you're so you're saying both they're both better than Michael Parsons? Yes. Oh wow. I'm not gonna I'm, I think I mean Debo Debo is the best offensive player on the field. I, I think we'll yeah. be clear it's no, clear on that. Yeah, it's no. clear. And, like, I, and I think that and I think that like I, I think this is a very, very even game. And you know what is for me the deciding factor is coaching. And I think that Kyle Shanahan will figure out a way to Shockingly, outcoach the village idiot Mike McCarthy. No, because I mean, if you're Dallas and you can't win a playoff game now, when? Yeah. No. This. This is. This is it. Like this is. Like this is it. Like you have to win this game. Like you. Like no, you don't no, win this like, game. No. It, no. If you're Dak, you need this game. Like, yeah. I don't know because he's he's like he's been one of the better quarterbacks in a, in a for a few years, but he ain't got the playoff success. Like right. you ain't Jack until you. I think it's the same with Josh Allen. I mean. You need these playoff like runs to cement who the hell you are. So, yeah, like, I don't yeah. know. I, I think Dak needs it. I, but I think I just love I, I love playoff teams. I love teams that could run into the playoffs. And other than the Eagles, I think the 49ers are the best running team in left. Yeah, so San Fran has a has a has a nice stable of running backs, and they can they can make some they can do some damage um, in the playoffs. We got Pittsburgh at KC. KC favored by. 12 and a half. I don't give the Steelers <laughs> much of a chance in this one. I don't even want to no. talk about this game, but go ahead. If you if you no. got something you got to say, they go, no. all right, fine. That's no, it. No, Casey no. wins. Like, we got robbed of seeing Jay Herbo like versus like, I don't like Josh Allen. And now we got to see this old bum. Yeah. No. And, and we got to stop with these, like, I don't know, puff pieces about Ben Roethlisberger. No one outside of Pittsburgh gives a crap about Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, we could have, we could have, we could have got some yield downs and got got something better than this. Nobody, nobody wants this. Nobody wants this at all. Uh, finally, we have Arizona at the LA Rams, and Rams are favored by three and a half. Again, this is one of those weird games that again you don't not sure you know what you're going to get out of the Rams, and therefore you're not sure you know who's going to win this game. I don't know um, what you get out of the Cardinals. Yeah, neither do I. I don't know. Um, I think the I think the Rams win, but again, it wouldn't shock me either way. Like this is this is a weird no. week. It's a weird week. It's a really weird week. Like I, I think I'll be more confident in next week's games. Yeah, no, oh no, I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that Matt Stafford just like I don't know because like because if Matt Stafford can't get out of the first round, he he might have that L, he might have that L on his on his forehead for a while. Like I don't mm-hmm. know, like just and, and that entire team. Like I don't know, they traded for Von Miller. They got all the superstars, and if you can't get out of the first round, that's a big problem. So yeah. I'm gonna say the desk like. Because I think over time I'm kind of the Cardinals have been kind of mad. I don't know what I don't I don't know if they're any good. Right, like they were the best team in the league, you know, ten yeah, weeks in. Like, yeah, seventy five percent of the season, and that's right. like, I mean, you just I, I mean they just look terrible for like the last quarter of the season. Yeah, so again, it's hard to see what Cardinals you're going to get. You have no idea what Rams you're going to get, but we'll get an idea of all that. You know, by the time these games are done, Monday night, 
Uh, Eagles in the NFL draft. We know the Eagles' first two draft picks in the 2022 NFL draft. They will have the number 15 pick, courtesy of the Miami Dolphins, and the number, the number 16 pick, courtesy of the Indianapolis Colts, who failed to make the playoffs. Um, the Eagles, as of right now, will own their own pick at number 19. Of course, that pick can move up depending on whether, or I should say move down, I guess I should say, depending on how far they go in the playoffs. But the Eagles could potentially have three top 19, top 20 picks in the NFL draft. Um, I'm not a draft guy. I haven't done my draft homework yet. Just pick three of the guys who I saw on Monday night in the NFC, in the, in the national championship game, and you should be fine. Pick three guys on defense. I don't care which, which team. Just pick three of the guys I saw on defense, and you should be good. Are you, you a you need to draft three guys? I'm not a need to draft three guys. I'm gonna need to draft two guys, but I mean, I know, you, I know, yeah. I know, but like if if it means either trading out of that last spot to like maybe get a pick next year, mm, or, that's fine. That's or, fine. Or frankly, or frankly, trading up. Or trading up, like, yeah. Like if there's a guy you know, want, like, I mean, yeah. you need to get like <laughs> you need to get two impact players, not starters. You need impact. You need yeah. like a day one. Like I don't know, like lead, like defensive. No, we're not. Let's not joke right here. They need defense. Like I don't yeah, know. Like yeah. I, I, I see receiver. I'm like no. I, I I'm I'm not in that business anymore. Drafting wide receivers. Sign a sign up sign sign a free agent. Oh, wide receiver free agency. But no, like you need. And like I don't know. Like I mean, linebacker, defensive line, safety. Like any of those that make me happy. No, I no. You know what? I think I've knocked it down to. I can't believe I'm I'm endorsing picking a linebacker in the first round. Let's do it. My my my, my principles have been killed. But I, I mean, when you watch Al Singleton for like two years and Nate Gary for three, thank you. Like you you get beat down. So I'm thinking I'm going linebacker with that first pick. Like thank whatever, you. whenever you pick in the first round, your first pick should be a linebacker, and then best available defensive lineman. Because I don't think you should limit yourself to defensive end. I think it should be whoever's the most impactful defensive one. Yeah, no, then, I – yeah. Right. I'm not opposed to taking a receiver with that third pick. I'm not. The third pick, I'm not. But you're right. That first pick, the number 15 pick, I mean, like, look, N'Kobe Dean's the guy the guy who's who's on everybody's, you know, mind right now. Like, give me a guy like that with that pick. And like you said, give me the best next best edge rusher with the next pick. Do whatever you want with the 19 pick at that point. Like, I don't really care. Because you get those, those two guys – those two immediate impact guys on defense, then you should be good. Like you're, you're fine. Like you're good. If you want to take that 19 pick and get a receiver, if you want to trade it for something else, if you want to get next year picks, that next year picks, that's fine. That's cool. Get but two guys. Need, but, but you see, you need two guys. Two. Preferably on defense. Two. No, don't. No, not preferably. No. Two guys on defense <laughs> that start game one. Not, not preferably. You got to get them. Got to get them. Even, All right. Even, yeah. even, even defensive line. I don't. Are they going to start week one? That's no, all I care about. Is, no, but is even with with the way that this defensive line is going to be next season, is that is that realistic to get a guy with with the established dudes that you have that you're that that you're supposed to have? Like I don't know. Like that. That's why I feel that if you get a defensive lineman in the first round, you got to make a move to like I don't know, bring that dude in so he's playing, or like I don't like because. I don't want split starts. Like, I don't know. If you mm-hmm. got the guy in the top 15 as a defensive lineman, he's got to be playing, period. Yeah, you got to start. He has to start. And, and like, you're, like, you're right. Like, you're saying, like, you're worried about the Josh Sweat thing? 
Like, is that, is no, that your... Or no, like, or like the elephant in the room, number 91. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know, like, if, if you draft, like, a defensive tackle, and, and you have Milt Williams. Like, I don't know. Right. Like, I mean, like, and you got Brandon Graham coming back. I don't, like, and no, and I think he's the, I, I think he's the elephant in the room, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think he's. I think know. he's the 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 actual elephant that 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 you really can't like. You got to deal with. Do you with. think he's more elephanty than Fletcher Cox? I really don't think Fletcher Cox is going to go anywhere. So I think I think Brandon no. I think Brandon Graham is the because you're going to like like if if you're if you're the Eagles like just looking at the roster, I think you need an edge rusher more than you need an interior guy, right? Uh, I I need I need a pass rusher. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, you need well. Okay. Well. <laughs> It can okay. come from inside, it can come from outside. You need okay. a pass rusher. Okay. Like, I don't know. And I think that, I, I mean, but, but I keep hearing about this guy, David Ajabo. They're saying he's a little too small. And I don't like that. I want a big bowl. I want 6'6", 265. And I don't think you're going to get that. So, I, I don't know. Like, maybe, or maybe, or maybe you kind of move the brakes truck for a, for a guy for agency. I don't know. Like, Thankfully, the Eagles have options. Like right. I don't know. Would it be nice to get a stud defensive lineman in in the in the top fifteen? Sure, but usually those the, the super studs go in like the top five. I, right. I mean, like because if you look at the last like I don't know other than TJ Watt who went thirtieth, which makes no sense to me. But like I don't know the Bosa's go top five. Like I don't know Hutchinson. Like I don't know like these premier pass rushers are going top five. So. I don't know if, if defensive line's the route, but I do know linebacker's the route. <laughs> yeah, I think you, you have to get a linebacker. You're right. Like Hutchinson and, and Thibodeau, they're going to be the top two picks. Like those are just going to be the top two picks. So you're not going to get the super, super elite edge guys, you know, at 15, 16, 19, or whatever. But again, I think you should be able to get a guy. And I think you're going to. No, I think but you're do gonna... you just want a guy? Like, no, no, like, well, no, no. Well, I mean, you shouldn't. I mean, like at 16, you shouldn't get a guy. I mean, Michael Parsons was what, 15, 16? Like you should get, you should get a pretty talented guy, like yeah, at that spot. I think, like, I don't, it's just, I don't want to miss out. Like, I don't want to whiff on a pass rusher. Like, I don't know because those guys, because I feel like top five, top five, six-ish defensive ends are almost locks to be very good. But when you get into the mid first round, those dudes aren't. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, I'm very nervous about this draft. It, it, no, like this is the earliest I've started. And, and and I don't mind. Well, one, I look at sport racks too much because I look at Fletcher Cox deals. No, like no, I like I'll say that like you you're, you're you can't trade him. You can't even trade. You can't trade him or you can't cut him. That's what I'm saying. Like Fletcher Cox ain't gonna go anywhere. A, he's not gonna go anywhere. But I think B. but I think Brandon Graham could be a a, a guy that right. would be on the move. Yeah, I no, I agree with that. So yeah, so. Again, we have three months to worry about this. And again, they're in a really good spot because they potentially have three top 20 picks to address their needs on defense. The Eagles schedule has also been finalized as far as who you're going, who they're going to play next year. At home, we got the usual suspects in the NFC East, plus the Packers, Vikings, Jaguars, Titans, Saints, and Steelers. Nice, nice little um, mix of teams for those, oh, no, those of you going down to the all lane. All the bandwagon fanboys. For those games, you got Steelers fans coming in. Yeah, Packers fans coming in. You got Saints fans. Yeah, like a nice little, nice little, nice little crew of of games in the the home those home schedule. Now on the road again. We're not on like the ninth variant. Yeah, yeah. Let's pray to God that we're variant free by then. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's we're at the the endemic stage of that um, (laughs) in in September. Um, On the road schedule, of course, you have the NFC East teams plus the Bears, the Lions, the Texans, the Colts, or the Cardinals. So I will, I will. 
translate that to Chicago, Detroit, Houston, Indianapolis, and Phoenix for those of you who are want to take uh, road trips. Again, like there's some good. There, look, Chicago's a good city. Detroit's a less good city, but it's you know still a major, <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a major city. Houston is a good time from everything I've heard. You know, Indianapolis. Um, your man Oxy, like you know, got at me and said Indianapolis isn't that bad. So I don't know, whatever. <laughs> and then Phoenix. No, no. By the way, I got you know what he'll 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 be proud of this. You know what? Somehow, for some reason, and I'm not even related to him. He's just a good friend of mine. He listens to every show. Really? Yes. Oh, then, then. all right. Well, he's gonna listen to this Indianapolis, this this uh, Indianapolis. No, 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 no because I quasi slander. Like, because his um. Because his brother used to work for the Patriots. So, like, they've, like, I don't know, like, a funny story, his dad used to play for the Patriots. So, like, I don't know, like, so he's gone to, like, trips. I think he, no, I think he went to a Super Bowl there. And oh, I well, think, I, well, that's the Super Bowl. <laughs> that don't count. No, but, no, but somehow Indianapolis got the, got the natty. I will say this about Indianapolis. They get a lot of big events. And you don't get they big do. events. If, if you don't get big events, if you, if you suck as a city, they get the Final Four all the time. They get, the, they, get yeah. a lot, they get everything. They get they get air, they get the Super Bowl, like they get stuff in Indianapolis. So I really think no all, all shade aside, I really think downtown Indianapolis is probably a nice I mean, spot. what would you rather have a big event? There or Minneapolis, where it's like ninety nine, like negative yeah. eighty degrees. No, yeah, like no. I, I mean I, I think Indianapolis is a I, I mean the good mid, Midwestern city that Carson once thought he'd like. No, I, I mean like that, like I, I mean it's fine, and, and and I heard it's very and and the and the and the kicker is it, and this is always important. Yes, the stadium is downtown. Downtown, <laughs> very accessible stadium. Downtown, hopefully they don't charge like a thousand dollars to park like they do out in LA and SoFi. But so those Man, are the, the why yeah. can't Philly get this stuff, dude? Why like why Philly different than Indianapolis? That's a good question. I mean, if Indianapolis can get stuff like this. And if they have the end, if, yeah. if they get a WrestleMania from Philadelphia, I am going to be very upset. If they have the infrastructure for these kind of things, and why can't Philadelphia? It's a very, it's a very fair and valid point. Maybe no, Philadelphia, and, and, and it also helps you have an indoor dome. Right, but say like, maybe Lucas know. Lucas Oil Stadium should have been what we built when we built the link, but we didn't. <laughs> you know, so it is, it is what it is. Um, speaking of the Colts, um, they are not committed to their current starting quarterback for the twenty twenty two season after the late season collapse, um, that Jaguars team that had absolutely nothing to play for, that, as we mentioned, got stomped out the week before, um, did the same thing to the Colts, who weren't even in the game um, for like 50 minutes of that game on, on, on Sunday. Um, Carson Wentz and the Colts missed the playoffs. And I know that, and mm. I know that we, like, Carson Wentz is like a, ripping Carson Wentz is like a pass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of yeah. Ours. But, man, that entire team played terrible. Like, Terrible. The entire team. Like, it was a whole team. It was a whole team. That offensive line got whooped. Like, I don't know. The defensive line didn't do any. Like, no. Like, I, I mean, but, we're, but I, I mean, the, the general manager of the Colts wasn't wasn't mentioned words when he said, yo, man, our quarterback needs to make layups. Layups, like, man. But, I, but we've been saying this for years. Like, I don't know. I feel vindicated because when someone professional says the stuff that my stupid butt says, I feel like, I don't know, I, I'm not an idiot. Like, I don't know. I've said it for a long time. Carson Wentz does not make enough layups. Like, I don't know. And and, and this is where I, that's why I harp on Jalen Hurts so much about the layups. Because if you can make the layups, layups, in, like, if, if you scheme properly, and I think Frank Wright probably does a, good, a better job of scheming up plays than anyone, it, it's just layups. 
it's just like taking advantage of like one situation. And I think that's why the, the GM was so out of his mind about like the layups. It's like, dude, if you made layups, we'd be in the playoffs. Like sometimes all you need to do is make a layups to win a game. Like sometimes you like you sometimes you don't even need to pull up from three. You could just make a whole <laughs> bunch of you could just make a whole bunch of layups sometimes and win. Like you should have made nothing but layups. And beat the Jaguars. I'm so well. The defense kind of stuck, stunk, but I, no, I, but, I mean, but, like, there's a lot of times, and I think, but I think that's what Carson is. He's like Emmanuel quickly that one time where he dribbled down and like went back up and shot that three. Carson's just always looking for that three, man. He like he like Day Day. He's like Ricky Davis. No, I'm, I'm telling you, like this is. I think I might I mentioned the story before, but I I, I was having a conversation with some folks um, a couple years ago back in NBC Sports Philadelphia. And well, John Clark was in the room, and he was like, "The thing about Carson Wentz, I don't know if you heard it from somebody, or I think you heard it from someone, but I think you said, the thing about Carson Wentz, like he's always looking to score a touchdown on every single play. Like he's always looking to make the big play. He's not looking to make the layups. He didn't say layups. But he says he's not looking to, you know, just kind of move the ball down the field. Check down. He, he always wants to seven, and that you can't be a quarterback in the NFL, a successful quarterback in the NFL, if you're trying to score seven points in every play. You can't. Like it just does not work." But here's the thing about Carson Wentz, and we'll move on. If I had told you before the season, Carson Wentz was going, go, was going to go to Indianapolis and basically have the same numbers that he had back in 2019. 3,600 yards, 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions, 94 passer rating. You would be like, that's not bad. Like, that's pretty good. Like, based on what we saw the year before, that's not a bad that's deal. Why the, that's why these stats are very, especially with quarterbacks, are are very misleading. You yeah. need to watch the game. Like this is why football rules is because it's the one sport that it, you can't look at stats. Right. Like I don't know. Like sometimes you can, but like I, I don't know. Like you need to really watch the games and say like I don't know. Like one. Like I don't know because like like you just know it. there needs to be a category for layups. No, mm-hmm. I, I mean I feel vindicated when he used my word layups, and and that's really what I think. They brought him in to do. Like, I don't know. I don't even think they brought him in there to be this, like, savior. They just said, make the damn playoffs. And, 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 <laughs> and he can't even do that. And I think that's why I think they're ready to move. Like, I, I mean, for what it sounds like. And I think, like, before I think, like, they, oh, like, if they don't cut him before, I think, January 20th, he costs $50 million under the cap. We're at this point now. <laughs> we're, there. we're like, no, I, like, I, I said it. And, like, I mean, were there times I, I thought he was turning the corner this season? Yeah, but more often than not, because for some reason, and, and when you watch Red Zone, the Colts are on a bunch. Like, you you wonder, it's like, no, like, it's the same story. And it will always, like, we're six years in. Like, I don't know. He ain't changing. Like, I don't know. This is why when people talk about that other bozo, I'm like, no, this is the sixth year. He's not, this, this isn't changing. All right. I said we were going to move on. I do want to say something because you made a good point. This dude's 30 years old, or it's going to be 30 years old. He hasn't won a playoff game. Like, he has three you, yards passing. You can't, you really can't, like if you're the Colts, or if you're really anybody, like you really got to look at yourself and say, yo, man, do we want to hitch our wagons to a 30-year-old quarterback who ain't never won a playoff game? No, the answer probably no. should be no, and no, if that's the case. Upside, no, no, one, does Carson Wentz have any upside, realistic upside, anymore? I, I don't think so. I think he is what he is. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, like, because I think this year, you, no, because 2017 and 2019, because frankly, 2018, he wasn't that good. Like, I don't know, like, now, like, 2019, he was objectively very good. Like, he mm-hmm. carried a bunch of bums, 
but 20, like, I, I mean, and people keep saying it's 2017, like, and uh, like an anomaly. I don't think it is. I just think one, the, the, per, the, 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 the factors of being hurt, turning like that ACL injury, I think changed his fortune. And I think yeah. the fact is like, because he, he was the same quarterback in 2017. And he was now it's just, he had that physical ability to right. like, offset a lot of he was still making those knucklehead decisions he was right. just he was just physically like tell he, he had physical gifts that compens overcompensated for the mistake now he doesn't right right all right we got to move on we got what two minutes left can't really talk about these nfl coaching things other than the fact that the nfl's racist david color getting one year with the texas is like mind-blowing because again yeah. he had nothing to work with but um guys can we agree that the the Dolphins buying Brian Flores was not like there's a lot of racist things that go on in the NFL. A black GM firing a black coach is not racist. Yeah, it was. I think it was stupid. I don't think it was racist. Yeah, no, I'm not, no, I'm no, not gonna no, do that. Like, no, this is why you know we need to get a lot of black coaches. So we don't need this burden of these like coaches and head coaches say, "Oh my God, I don't get along with him, but he's black. Should I fire him?" No. If you don't yeah. get along with the, the coach, fire him. If you're the GM, you have you have you're well within your rights to fire and hire whoever you want to. Now, whether or not you should have fired a guy who had that that team play as well as they did, yes. and, again, and and you draft Tua. But here's the thing: the Dolphins clearly like there was clearly a problem and issue with the front office and that coach. Clearly, they did not like that man, and you can <laughs> tell by that press release they put out by putting his record out there because I've never seen that in my <laughs> life. I've never seen, hey man, we fired this coach who was like 24 and 25. When did they have they ever put out a coach's record? On a press release when they fired dude. That never happens. That's that was but anyhow. All right, I'm done with that. We got a minute left. I know you were very sad. We don't have enough time to talk about Ben Simmons. I do though want to talk about kudos to Joel Embiid, who's basically doing this all by himself. The Sixers had a seven game winning streak. They got it snapped earlier this week against the Charlotte Hornets. 30 points in eight games in a row for Joel Embiid. Daryl Morey, please do this man a favor and get this man some help. That's all I'm gonna say. I will turn it over. I will turn it over to you. Somebody who can help him out so he doesn't have to score 30 points a game every single night. No, 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 but does that mean do the deal? It, what is it? Whatever it means, whatever it means to you. I'm, t- I'm tired, man. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired, man. There's no like hey, you, you got to pray for a, a, a Seth Curry hey, like 30, 30 bomb every single night. This is ridiculous. Hey, man, I'm just chilling over here because I see Twitter just well, one they they go eighth over anything. So like I, I mean just like this them freaking out over the Sixers just gives me reassurance. That me being on YouTube watching, like, I don't know, like, I don't know what video game I should buy gives me, gives me comfort knowing I'm not wasting my time on it. No, I, 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 I'll I, say it. I'm not going to watch a full game until they trade Benson. I, I, I'm tired, man. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> and again, they've won seven in a, they won seven in a row before this week. I mean, they've been playing underwhelming, pretty Underwhelming from what I've heard. Yeah, I mean, but they've, they, they've been playing pretty good basketball. They haven't had point guard for half those games, and they've still won. They, no, they, they, because- because the coach just doesn't think it's important. Uh, That's the reason why I can't watch. Listen, I can't. I cannot expend energy on this anymore. I can't. I'm tired of it. I need something to change. That's all I'm going to say. All right, we are out of here. Thank you everybody for tuning in once again. Getting catches every Saturday, 106.5 FM, WPPM LP Philadelphia. Until next week, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys.
At Firehouse Subs, a portion of every purchase helps provide life-saving equipment to first responders. We make our subs differently because our subs can make a difference. Like our fan favorite turkey bacon ranch, piled high with tender smoked turkey breast, crispy bacon, melted sharp cheddar cheese, and drizzled with creamy peppercorn ranch. And it's only at Firehouse Subs. Click the banner now to start your pickup or delivery order.